Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Ushamut Zide Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini chords. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 411 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Michael and he writes, Hello Vidas and Osha. I would very much enjoy an episode of Secrets of Organ Playing where you discuss the compositional characteristics of Max Rieger's organ music as well as what compositional processes Rieger employs that makes his music so recognizably his own. Thank you both, Michael. Have you played a few pieces by Rieger, Elsa? Yes, I have. Me too. Uh, I think uh, Rieger is a very special composer, don't you think? Well, definitely. (laughs) Once you played it, you will never forget him. Yeah, some people hate him and some people adore him. But there are probably none who, you know, are simply neutral. Well, that's, I guess it's true. Who know his music, of course. There are plenty of people who don't know his music, then of course they don't have an opinion. True, and I believe that it's like, you know, Brahms and Wagner, if somebody loves Wagner, probably don't like Brahms and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so, Rieger, I think we need to look at his influences, right? He definitely loves Wax's music. Well, in general, I would say that he is sort of neoclassical composer. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yeah, that's because he uh, is so polyphonic. Yes, and look at all those uh, forms that he chose you know, to compose his compositions. Uh, I remember I have played uh, six trios by by him, and that's definitely you know Bach's influence. Mm-hmm. So then he composed Pasacalias and Fugues, which is uh, again you know Baroque influence and probably Bach's influence too, and. Uh, then, of course, choral fantasias, which are also comes from probably northern German and most composers. Of the, and most of the fantasias have fugues. That's right. And then, of course, sonatas, yes? Mm-hmm. Three, three sonatas. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
which is again you know the classic form of the music so he of course was influenced you know by classical forms and by Bach especially but although he was influenced by by those early times his musical language is very much different so he took the classical forms but you know executed them in different ways so would you like to tell us more about his musical language with us yeah he died in 1916 so that was the beginning of 20th century the age of maybe let's say a mix of several stylistical um, influences right we already have um, probably very well established uh, late romanticism but it's it's going uh, towards the end then what do we have then we probably have um, uh, uh, impressionism at the at a similar time and also we might have um, expressionism too right so a few influences at the same time with Reger, I would say he's mostly late romantic, late romantic with with uh, with chromatical harmony, right? Probably not too diffi- not too different from Brahms. Yes, I thought about that, but we have some similar similarities. Mm-hmm. Of course, we are very different, but also have some similarities in the musical language. Exactly. So, uh, remember those two influences, late Romanticism and a polyphonic style derived from Bach. And basically, those two influences clash and create his own unique style. What about you know difficulty? Do, would you advise you no know, beginners to play regular music? Regular music. A complete beginner, no. But there is that wonderful thirty short um, chorale prelude collection, one hundred thirty-five B. And it again reminds Bach, his short chorales, like Orgel Buchlein. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, those short choral preludes uh, are bonus material uh, for my organ site reading uh, master course. At the end of the f- 40th week, I give also a few weeks of uh, Reger's uh, choral preludes just to let people sight read in legato style more, not only in in, in articulated style. Well, what do you think about his texture in general, not in trio pieces, but but let's say in choral fantasies? How do you like his texture? Do you think it's easy to you know to control everything? For some people, yes, because uh, I've heard that some people have six fingers. <laughs> you make me laugh. Um, I think Hannibal Lecter had six fingers. But okay, he was not a real 
person. Could be. Uh, but again, if you have just five fingers and very small hands, then probably those thick textures are not for you. Trios are okay. Yes, you could play trios. Definitely. definitely. And maybe some some of his you know compositions you need you know to choose wisely. Probably not be fantasy based on BACH theme. Mm-hmm. But I I have heard that you know some people play reggae, but we omit some of of inner voices. Do you think it's a wise uh, wise solution? Would you recommend to do it? Well, yes and no. Uh, if if you can play everything, then then of course by all means do. Uh, but but sometimes. The tempo is very fast, and inner voices are doubling each other. Then, in some tricky passages, might be also suitable to omit something. What do you think? Well, you know, the thing that interests me most is that Rieger was a good friend with Karl um, Straube. Mm-hmm who at his lifetime was considered to be the best living organ performer. In Germany. In Germany. Yes, and only, you know, Marcel Dupré in France could compete with him. So we had, like, Marcel Dupré in Paris, and we had, you know, Karl Straube in Germany. And I have heard that Karl Straube did a good uh, deal of arranging Gregor's Reger's music, and I don't know if that's good or not, because if you will take such a piece as, you know, quite famous um, fantasy and fugue, actually double fugue, mm-hmm. of um, Opus 135b. B? Yes. Ah, so choral preludes are 135a then? I believe, yes, because okay. I think that fantasy is 135b. Uh, it has, you know, fantasy and then two fugues, and at the end, you know, double fugue. It's quite, you know, quite, quite a nice piece. It's a little bit, I think, easier than BCH probably, but 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 it's hard enough, especially the second fugue because of its lively tempo and of its theme. But what I want to tell about it, that there are two editions of. One is made by Straube, mm-hmm. where he cut quite a large portion of the piece itself. And another no edition of Reger's original. Mm-hmm. So if you are really interested in Reger's music, compare those two editions and then s- see what you think about it. Do you prefer the long version? Well, <laughs> you know, if I would have to learn this piece fast, then I would prefer the short version because it's much easier. Because that larger version is much more difficult. It's like BACH fantasy then? Yes. Than it is. This kind of scale. So, because I know about this piece, I'm not sure about other pieces, how much you know, Straube put his hand on those pieces. Mm-hmm. But if we are talking about uh, omitting inner voices, do you would you do that? No, because when you know, the harmony loses its richness, because I think that's you know, the sort of outstanding feature of Reger, his rich harmony. And texture. And uh, doubling the voices actually was common in, in late Romanticism. Brahms did it. 
Well, yes, and of course you need to be careful on which organ you will perform Jaeger's music because I'm sure it will not work for, let's say, some purely mechanical instruments. Mm-hmm. It would be prob- probably almost impossible to execute it well. Imagine us playing Krieger at St. John's. I don't think this would be such a great idea. Because most of things you have to play, you know, legato, and when you have this thick texture, it's, it makes it almost impossible. Although acoustic might help. Mm-hmm. And Krieger, I think, created his, his music be mainly for what? For specific German romantic organs. For Zauer, yes. Zauer. And maybe Walker. Too. It could be, but mostly... Mostly, mostly for Zauer, mm-hmm. so... And it has that, you know, tremendous crescendo pedal. Mm-hmm. So basically you could, you know, register, register it only by using this, you know, crescendo pedal. And it makes uh, life much easier, actually. Mm-hmm. By the way, if, um, we will hear... Regers Fantasy and Fugue in D minor this Saturday performed uh, on St. John's organ by one of our colleagues here. Good luck. <laughs> well, I won't go longer, you know, on that matter. Yeah, it's 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 a torture for the instrument too. That's right, especially for an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, so, excellent. Thank you guys uh, for sending these wonderful questions. We love helping you grow. And um, when you, you know, when you consider uh, those elements by Rieger, always uh, analyze the piece that you are playing. If it's interesting to you, you will get deeper knowledge this way about the fugue, about fantasies, about choral fantasias, about all those tri- trios and choral preludes, sonatas that we mentioned before. Uh, look them up and um, dig deeper. It, it's really worth it. Okay, and remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, 
It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Around writes, Hi Vidas and Osha. thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that 